retro lovers, welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your hosts, Alex and Brandon. I'm Alex. And I'm Brandon. And this is Nostalgia Junkies. Hey, guys. Hey, Brandon. What do we talk about on Nostalgia Junkies? What do we talk about? Yeah, what do we talk about? Just like in general. Uh, nostalgia. Oh, yeah. So like 80s and 90s stuff, right? Yeah. 80s, 90s, a little early 2000s. Yeah. And do we, we talk about what? Toys and movies. TV shows, video games. Music. Pop, pop culture, pretty much. Yeah. And today we are, we're talking about how we learned about all of these things as children. Commercials. Commercials. <laughs> this is our commercials episode. And what's hilarious to me is for nostalgia purposes, people actually want to watch old commercials. When back in the day, you would mm-hmm. want to fast forward through them. You were saying back in the day, we just wanted to get rid of them. Yeah. And now that we've essentially gotten rid of them, we miss them. Bring them back. Because, you know, we never, we don't watch them on Netflix anymore. You don't watch them on HBO Max. On Paramount sometimes, but it's always geared towards whatever Paramount is doing. Right, right. I would love a channel on Netflix or any streaming service that's just a compilation of commercials. There's some pretty good ones on YouTube, like two hour long, that are I've, just like 90s commercials. I will be honest, I have watched an entire two hour run of commercials. Oh yeah, I've, that's what I put in on the TV at the shop sometimes. Like I'll have music playing, but then we'll just have the video of old commercials playing. And I have to say, like, speaking of commercials, I'm wearing one of the probably most iconic mascots from the 90s. Big one. And I gotta say, a really good guy gave me this t-shirt. You. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. I'm wearing a, <laughs> I'm wearing a nice Cheezosaurus that Rex t-shirt. An actual vintage 90s Cheezosaurus Rex shirt. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Pretty sweet. You're welcome, pal. Yeah. He's the cheesiest. He's so are you. I am. I'm very cheesy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's definitely one of the biggest. I'd say it's like him, the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. Which he was around for a while, but he was big in the 90s. Um, yeah, outside of that, as far as mascot wise, probably like the serial. But they the, rotated them every the now and then. Serial characters. I, I mean, see like Tricks, Toucan Sam. Lucky the Leprechaun. Yeah. The uh, Cheerios B. Yep. Be happy. Be healthy. <laughs> I was I I do love the new Cinnamon Toast Crunch mascot they've been using over the last like five years. Just the like animated square. Of- it, I think they're adorable. It's so simple yet so cute and so funny. They do a great job with it. You know what? Actually, it makes me think of the Crave commercials from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Where the yes, the, I know exactly. The cereal would eat the other pieces of cereal. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's the same premise, but now Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I forgot the name of the cereal. You got it. you got this. Which I know today we're focusing mainly on like toy commercials. Yeah, yeah. Well, I toys think, didn't really have mascots. The mascots were a whole different. We're mostly for foods. Yeah, I think that after today, Chucky, Chucky, we cheese. could do a whole just like food commercial because I'm thinking about remember the pop tart pop 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 tart. Let me let me come back from that. The pop tarts commercial, the and like the hand drawn. Oh, oh yeah, ones. yeah. Those are great. Almost like the style of the Red Bull commercials. It is similar. I wonder if it's the same like production company. Yeah. Or like animator. Illustrator, animator. Yeah. I know. You gotta um, look into that. In our I have a whole list of commercials that are queued up for us to go through today. I actually ended up cutting a few of them that I want to mention real quick. There's so many. Remember yeah. the um like Marvin's magic board? 
Yes. Rainbow art. Yep. And Pyrograph. Blow pens. Yeah. Blow pens. All of those have a very similar theme of being art themed. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed when I was pulling some of these commercials, they all use the same narrator. Yeah, they do. So it was just like, it was like, hey, you, what are you doing? Sitting on the couch. <laughs> Have you ever tried a blow pen? Yeah. Would you like to blow a pen? Blow your pen and watch the art come out. And I'm just like, first of all, some of the phrasing that they had in the 90s, you can definitely tell that they did not think about the phrasing. Oh, they knew what they were do. They oh, thought they knew about it. the phrase. But they were they were they were they were not holding back. No, not at all. It was like a cut and dry script and just swap out whatever the product yeah, plug was. and play. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but I think uh we should probably just get into it because we have like 13 commercials to go through. Yeah, let's run these. So uh <laughs> the first one, I know you and I have sent back to each other as a joke, but let's just play it. That's right. I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Put your balls in my cup. I'm Mr. Bucket. Hop them out the whoop up. I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Buckets are fun. Get your balls into Mr. Bucket, baby. We were just talking about this. How appropriate. What were you talking about? Get your balls in Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket from Milton Bradley. Buckets are fun. Well, Oh, what were they thinking? Uh, I think they weren't like super catchy song. It, oh my gosh, it's such things. And the thing is, they brought back Mr. Bucket like 10 years ago. Yeah, they did. Same commercial, didn't change a single line of the song. And oh my gosh, Mr. Bucket out of my mouth, it will pop. Like, come on. That very, uh, the 90s were a very sexualized time. Hey, children commercial. Seriously. But yeah, do you want to, um, any, any comments on Mr. Bucky or should we go? We to- got nothing for Mr. Bucky. We <laughs> got to, we got to move along. Let's go to Bop It. Hey, want to play a game that's really challenging? Like what? There you go. There Bop it. It commands. Cool. You obey. Bop it. <laughs> Push it. Pull it. Why were they at a carnival? <laughs> I don't know. That had nothing to do with what it was. <laughs> what? And why? Yeah, yeah. Why they bring their bop it to the fair? Who who gave them the bop at the fair? Who's like, hey, some corny want to bop hey, it? Kids, come over and bop it. Want to bop and twist this at the you, carnival? You got to twist and pull. Come over behind the tilt a whirl. I'll show you my bop it. <laughs> Pass it. Oh my uh, gosh, I can't. I can't. My Lanta, yeah. Well, I, you know, I can't. I, can you see the list of what's coming up next? I can't, but it's got to be good. Oh my god. Well, you know, if you, if you bop it, you got to be careful that you uh, don't wake daddy. <laughs> oh my god. Don't wake daddy. I never had that game, but I 
yeah, definitely remember the commercial, but I never personally owned the Wig Daddy. <laughs> so I hadn't seen the commercial until I was actually doing the research for oh, this really? podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I remember playing Don't Wake Daddy because oh, one, I of, played one it. of the neighbors didn't had it. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, we, I mean, we never actually like played the game. Kind of boring. Yeah, we would just we would just hit the button until exactly. Daddy would pop up. You know, growing Alex up without a dad, just, it was kind of nice. Oh, there's dad. Alex just like making daddy pop. Hey, I never knew my father. Just like Bruce from Finding Nemo. I oh. never knew my father. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, don't wake daddy. Not the not the most memorable of games, but memorable commercial. Whoa, show. Mm-hmm. I actually have one of a similar vein coming up next. It was actually one of my personal favorite games. Crocodile Dentist. Oh, I didn't own this one either, but I played it. Oh, I love this game. What about Gator Golf? Oh, my God. This is not Crocodile Dentist. Oh, you're right. The Crocodile Dentist is later. All right, never mind. We'll, we'll do Crocodile Dentist later. But, yeah, so uh, we have Crossfire up next. This one, one of my cousins had. Oh, my God. And this is definitely a memorable commercial. They make the commercial way cooler than the game, though. Much. I remember I was actually given this game by kids that were a bit older than me when they were like doing a tag sale. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll just give this to LaForest. And they gave it to me and I was like, cool, I'm an only child. Yeah. Yay. The two-player game. Woo. I just I got used to playing two-player games by myself. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge. Cross Look at this. Fire. Peak 90s. Lightning, fire. Killer soundtrack. Crossfire. Well, that bass line. Look at that. I love that it's from uh, retrojunk.com, right? You'll get caught up in it. It was a really fun game to play. It is just super fast paced chaos. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's- I got I got mom to play it a few times as a kid. She hated it. I bet. You know, it's kind of like the physical game version of button mashing in a video game. That's all you're doing the whole time. Those little metal balls will not stay on the board either. Oh, they fly all over the place. And it makes such a mess. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty sure we had one of those little like the purple ball bearing like shot things you had to shoot. Yeah. 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 Just kicking around somewhere. And we had no idea what it was too. And like looking back at this commercial, I'm like, oh. That's what it went to. Dude, I have like boxes filled with random stuff like that. I'm like, what is this? Ready for the next one? Yeah, we were just singing this one. You know, this is the one that uh, I think that actually kickstarted the idea for this podcast um, on commercials. Probably. Soccer bopper. Soccer bopper. You can sock all day. You can and bop, bop all, all night. night. Soccer bopper. Soccer bopper. More fun than a pillow fight. Put your, your hand inside, inside, get ready to have the time of your life. Soccer boppers. Soccer boppers. Soccer boppers. Soccer boppers. More fun than a pillow fight by Big Time Toys. Soccer boppers. More fun than a pillow fight. According to who? Did they take a poll? Yeah, they, they surveyed the kids. Would you rather hit them with a pillow or soccer boppers? Jack them. Now, when you were growing up, did you remember them as soccer boppers? Sockum. That, that's what I remember them as. Is it one of those Mandela things or was it Sockum before? No, T- Ten Buick actually did a really good video on this. I'll send it to you later. 
But apparently there was a, I don't know if it, it was like a patent issues. Where so it was sock and boppers. It was sock and boppers. Okay. Yeah, but they were was, sued over it and they I thought changed it was the one name. of these Berenstein, Berenstain bullshit. And have you seen that there's actually been incarnations of both? There no, ha- but I knew I wasn't crazy. Yeah. There definitely isn't Shazam though. The movie? Yeah. The new one? Or the old movie? There was no old movie. I was going to say, the, new, the old movie was Shaquille O'Neal. That's Kazam. Oh, I know. He's a genie. But I'm saying, people are trying to say that there's a Shazam with a genie and it was Sinbad. I mean, I, I know I've seen like the, the art made of it, but it's I know not, it's, it's, not, it's not a real thing. I get you. I get thing. you. But yeah, Although that would have been a great movie, though. Yeah, that would have been a great movie. I love Sinbad, but yeah, I definitely thank God Sock and Boppers was real because even when I just saw the ones you have in mm-hmm. your collection, I was like, Sock and Boppers? You know, we see the Soccer Boppers soccer now. Soccer Bopper? That doesn't even make sense. It's you No, know, it sounds like it should either be socks or a soccer ball. I'm not, <laughs> you you got to sock them. That'd be mad funny. <laughs> Soccer ball hands? Just, no, socks. Oh, socks. You just put socks on your hands and deck your neighbor, your little brother. <laughs> it's just a, a nicely packaged pair of socks. So you said, what is this shit? Hey, these are my soccer boppers. <laughs> sock, I'm about to sock you, bro. Oh, yeah, no. I, got the, I got the tube stock version. You get the cabin stock version. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, so... Oh. I'm not crazy. Well, I am crazy, but yeah, sock, sock and boppers for sure. Yeah. So um, the next one that actually we have queued up is actually something that I would love to get for the personal like toy collection. What is it? Moon shoes. Oh, they suck. They're, I, cool. they're, they're cool on display. That That's kind of my thing is like, you know, that's why I have the sock and boppers blown up. We never use them. You think I'm down here playing sock and boppers with Jocelyn? That's what they call it. Listen. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> We're down here saying boppers, evil bopping sockers. I'm just gonna roll the commercial. What's weird? I remember the commercial, but not the song. No, I was. It's very catchy. Also, what's up with the fascination with kangaroos as kids? Dunkaroos, moon shoes, Kangol. Wasn't there also a kangaroo song? Yeah. Uh, that was two. Th- yeah, that was. No. Big was Daddy. 2000? Big, I thought it was like 1999. Could be. Right on the. Still, though, it's like. Cusp. But like, man, they, they love. And the Kangaroo Jack, that was, I think, early 2000s. Kangaroo Jack. I saw that in theaters. Oh, my gosh. That was a good movie. Wasn't Anthony Anderson in that? Of course he was. Oh, my gosh. I loved Kangaroo Jack. They ruined it when it was Kangaroo Jack comes to the USA or whatever it was. I didn't know there was another they, one. That That's the problem. They, they tried. They're like, oh, this movie was good. Let's do a sequel. And it was not good. It doesn't usually work out. No. But Moon Shoes, yeah. I had a, I had a pair in the front window display at my first shop. I remember. And then the... Uh, the band, rubber bands started getting dried out and breaking. But yeah, they're, the weight limit is not very high. Yeah, they're not for big boys. No. Listen, I just think that the color like that, that purple and it's green. 90s colors. It's it's gorgeous. It screams 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Yeah, for sure. 90s like, vibes. I was just looking it up last night. 
very like 90s color, the Surge soda can. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Like I'm looking over here at the Dragonzord box and tell me that the Dragonzord box or even just any Power Rangers box doesn't have the same exact color scheme of that red, yellow, and green that Surge did. Yeah, yeah. Not as bright of green, but yes, same same idea. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I I love I love that soda can. It's just gorgeous. They shouldn't have the soda was just okay, but the can was yeah. cool. <laughs> okay, you ready for this uh, next one? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Skip it. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> hey now, kids, come gather around. See what just skipped in the town. So skip it, skip it. Do run, do jump, do hop, hop. Skip it, skip it. Skipping and a screaming and a bop, bop, bop. But the very best thing of all, there's a counter on each ball. So try to get your very best score. Come on, everybody. Skip it. Skip it. Count the balls. I didn't remember that it was a tiger toy. I didn't know that. Tiger electronics. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love how when Jocelyn on the podcast, it's like more family friendly. When you're here, dude, you and I together are trouble. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. (laughs) Jocelyn makes it all sweet and innocent and family friendly. And I'm like, there's balls in every video. (laughs) Listen, this one, they were counting them. Counting balls, baby. It's better than put your balls in my top, Mr. Bucket. Bucket's up fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. But, yeah, Skip It was just a ankle cracker. Oh, gosh. You when you got hit by those. smacked right in the ankle bone. Well, even the part that, like, went around the ankle. Because I know that some of them had the, like, the nylon Velcro strap, I think, later on. None of it. Or am I oh, thinking of a different just, different toy? You're thinking of a different toy. But. Okay. Because that, that hard plastic ring, if... Ooh, if you didn't have like high socks, yeah, you're getting like legit like that burn that plastic. I mean, like that some of those had that fine like seam on it where it cuts. Yeah, yeah, and it's just sure. a razor blade, and you're just like slitting your ankle around. Uh, yeah, some of these didn't have the best designs, and quite clearly, nobody gave a damn about liability issues. Oh, we have listen. One of the the commercials I pulled is probably the most lethal toy that was released in the '90s. And I, I know you're going to get it as soon as I play it. Of course. I'm wondering if the listeners will know what we're talking about when I play it. Let's see. But it, it's not the next one. Okay. It's coming up soon, though. But the next one we have, I'm, I'm not even going to introduce it. I'm just going to play it. Magic potty, baby, your bottle's all done. If potty training time will be so much fun. I help you with your training pants. You make me so proud. Your potty feels like magic, then it flushes out loud. It's fun. Your potty feels like magic. It flushes out loud. It's not magic, kid. It's baby piss. Magic potty baby and her magic potty. No water, no mess. Batteries not included. I remember seeing the commercials for that as a child. I'm like, that is so disturbing. Yeah, why are we? I do, yeah. Well, because maybe, you know, it, remember the bottles? I was going to bring that up. Those are cool. Yeah, like, they would be You're like, where does juice. the liquid go? This is, like, the exact same effect, but with, applied. With baby piss. Yeah, also, um, no. that pee was very yellow. Someone needs to give that baby some more water. Yeah. That very dehydrated. IV, dude. Ooh. Gosh, I, I would say I'd rather get the Cabbage Patch eating chi- time child than that. Ooh, no. Eat. This dude called it the eating time. I don't know what it's called. Snack time kid. Oh, snack time. I'm not a, I'm not a cabbage patch you guys kid. Know. I mean, neither am I, but I on. just know that that's the, 
we should get an eating time child. <laughs> this dude clearly should not work for any toy companies naming toys. Listen, I mean, I we could talk about toy names all day long. Remember the original name for for Merman from Motu? No. Seaman. There's a Dreamcast game called Seaman. So Seaman. But yeah. But I mean, you you obviously know the issue with Snack Time Child. Oh yeah. So if you Google the Cabbage Patch Snack Time Kid, this is a toy that was pulled from shelves and recalled because the mouth was motorized and it came with plastic food accessories. And there was a backpack on its back. So you put batteries in this demonic doll that was supposed to be a child's, no, no, no. <laughs> child's toy. And you would feed these plastic food items into its motorized mouth and they would end up in the backpack. But what was happening was it was sucking in little girl's hair and mutilating fingertips and all that fun stuff. So if you Google Cabbage Patch Snack Time Kid, the first article comes up as the Cannibal Cabbage Patch doll. I think it should have been rebranded and sent over to Garbage Pail Kids. I mean, essentially, yeah. It's it's like uh, it's like one of Sid's toys from Toy Story, <laughs> dude. I all I can picture is anytime we're talking about this toy, think about this is this little girl like holding the snack time kid and like lifting it up like behind like her 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 mom, and it is like slowly grabbing the Sucking mom's hair and just like going and like crawling up the back of the head. <laughs> Eating the hair and just the mom panicking. I don't that that's the visual I get from that child. It's quite creative, Alex. Yeah. It's like real life Chucky, but cannibalistic. I was just thinking of Chucky. But yeah, this all stemmed from dolls. And yeah, the pee pee doll's weird. No pee pee dolls. What about the ones that that like actually pee? You'd have to put diapers on them and they like actually wet the diaper. That's so weird. Yeah. What what was the fascination with trying to make the baby doll more realistic. I don't know. I don't know at all. Yet, you know, we, I think like the, the, the toys for boys were very reliant upon the gross factor. Oh yeah. Where it's like, you know, think about like creepy crawlers, the mad balls, stuff like that, where girls toys, they all, all the toys in the pink, very fluffy. All the toys in the eighties and nineties came with an ooze or a goo of some sort, Mm -hmm. like the ghost or the neon effect. Yeah. Yeah. Glow in the dark was big. Mm-hmm. Where like the girl toys are, let's just make the dolls realistic. Everything's but- pink and they pee. That's seriously, <laughs> though, seriously, though, that's what happened. <laughs> They're glitter and pink and pee. On that note, we're going to finally go to Crocodile Dentist. Help me, my toothaches. No worries, I'm the Crocodile Dentist. I'll fix that smile, you crocodile. I'm the Crocodile Dentist. Crocodile Dentist. Just grab and pull. There's quite a mouthful. I'm the Crocodile Dentist. Crocodile Dentist. The game's Crocodile Dentist. Take turns pulling teeth, but don't pull the wrong one or he'll snap and you're out. It's a mouthful of fun, but don't pull the wrong one. I'm the Crocodile Dentist. Crocodile Dentist. I I feel so much better. Crocodile Hey, you do much better. I don't know what's better watching the commercial or you doing the voices. So I had a version of this where you didn't pull the teeth out. You actually pushed them down into the gums. Yeah, I don't remember what that one was called. It, it was still Crocodile Dentist. It oh, was really? like It was like a later reissue of it. 
And that was the one that I had like towards the later 90s. That probably means that someone had some liability with the other one. And they well, had choking to, hazards on those t- on those on teeth. teeth. Also, I mean, think about it, you're losing those pieces, then you can't play. So if you just make it so you push them down on the gums, it'll actually come out. Sounds like they needed a little bit of a better uh, quality control test before they mm-hmm. started pumping out the Crocs. I, was, I loved playing that game because like while it's supposed to be multiple, multiple person game or multiplayer game, or, it was a game that like it was kind of like real life Minesweeper. Yeah. Where you would just press the teeth. And I, I mean, I would play that by myself for hours. It was great. I would sit there like watching TV, just pressing down on the teeth. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Well, that was big in the 90s too. Games that Involved animals. Mm-hmm. Elephant. Hungry, hungry, hungry hippos. Mm-hmm. Elephant. Uh, it was Mouse a, trap. It was a cooties game. Cooties. Was it just cooties? Yeah. yeah the, Cootie. don't, don't Break the Ice had the penguin. penguin. Ants, in the, ants in the Pants. Oh, I loved Ants in the Pants. <laughs> that that was it. What was the company that did? Was that Milton Bradley? Probably. It's but, either them or Parker Brothers. There was a big two. That, but I just remember like walking down the, like, the aisles of Walmart and that whole part of the aisle in the board games was that one brand or the one company that did those games and they all had the same boxing. Yeah, yeah. And you just see the mask on the front. thing of beauty. It was, it was so cool. So, I mean, if you have one of those favorite games, like, you know, Elephant, Cooties, Ants in the Pants, let, G- let us know. Gator Golf. Oh, oh Gator Golf is great. <laughs> I loved Elephant. I remember that was actually... It was like the fake butterflies blowing out. Yeah, That yeah. is probably one of the That's favorite fun. memories I have of my uncle, actually. My uncle didn't play a lot of games with us. I remember getting Elephant was like maybe four or five as a kid. And he set it up for my cousin and I when we were four and five. And he played Elephant with us. That's in awesome. In my grandparents' living room with my grandfather. Oh. Which is really cool. Just like, you know, I was trying to. That's why nostalgia is cool. It brings you back to those times. Exactly. I had never had Elephant, but we lived in a duplex when I was a kid. And my friend Samantha, who's my age, lived next door in the other half. And she had it. And we'd play that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they got mad at me because I let their parakeet outside. And I <laughs> then you never got to play elephant again. When I did that, they were so her parents were so mad. And then her and I literally sat outside on top of my mom's car with a little cup of bird seed, hoping that the bird would come back. We sat out there like all day, <laughs> like whistling and holding a cup of bird seed to try to get this bird to come back home. Oh my gosh. Did you see the other week in, I know it's not a sports podcast, but in the college baseball game with the two parrots? No. These two, two macaws had like, they just, they're flying over this like South Florida baseball game. And they actually they landed on the umpire during the game. Really? They had, they had to call a bird delay. That's hilarious. No, I'm surprised I didn't see that. But anyways, let's oh. get back to these commercials. Well, this is a, a great animatronic pet that, terrorized homes. If you ever seen Gremlins, this was the 90s Gremlin. Oh, me. me Amanda. Me Amanda. Me Amanda. Me Amanda. That's Herbie. Oh, Halo. 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 The more you play, the more they do. And they. Herbie was more amazing. Day by day. So creepy. <laughs> Another tiger toy. So tiger was tiger was it. But Mm -hmm. there's so many crazy stories about Furbies. The amount of people who have have come in stories. Come in the shop and told me that 
their Furbies were still talking even when they took the batteries out and like crazy things like mm-hmm. and did you did you know that when these things came out they weren't allowed in the White House because they thought they were being used for spies. Spy. Yep. <laughs> the infrared sensors on the top would communicate to each other. Correct. So they would start talking to each other and they said they developed their own language. It was like Furby AI. It yeah. was called Furbish. Oh, that's right. I don't remember taking the batteries out and it stopped talking, but like the vocal box in mine stopped working. <laughs> so like warp. It just started like clicking and the eyes would move. And the eyes and the animatronics back in the day, like you could hear the eyes move, the motor that would click, yeah, click, yeah, click, yeah. click, click. So it was the creepiest thing watching the eyes go back and forth and the little beak <clears throat> snap up and down. Yeah, they're weird. I would love to have one here in the basement just because they are iconic. I know it would scare the shit out of Jocelyn. Jocelyn oh, yeah. hates them. I never had one, except, I mean, now I have, like, multiple that come through the shop, but I never had one in my household. But they're definitely a ripoff of Mogwai's, for sure. Oh, easily. Definitely. Little gizmo. And they actually made, did you know that there is a gizmo Furby and an E.T. Furby? I feel like I've seen pictures of the gizmo Furby. I would love a gizmo Furby. Yeah, yeah. They're not cheap. And neither is the E.T. one. I have the E.T. one. No box, but... It's really cool. His little neck goes up and down like E.T. And it, yeah. <laughs> That's creepy. If you thought Kirby's physical. Kirby's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Um, I'll be just, right here. Just when you thought that Kirby's couldn't get any creepier. Oh, my gosh. That actually, I I think the new ones that they did a couple of years ago with the, L, like the LED eyes. I think those, those are, are more evil than the... Yeah, there's a whole... You know, for those of you who don't know, Furbies have like a cult following. There's Instagram accounts. People make custom Furbies, long Furbies, where they take the faces off and put them on these like long furry bodies. Oh, yeah, dude. What? Oh, you know, oh my God, hold on. What? Hold on. Long Furby, dude. Oh, my! I got to see this. It's a thing. That <laughs> is very creepy. What the hell? Yeah, dude, there's literally communities of people who do this. Oh, my God. And some, is, oh, like this one, dude. Longify your Furby. 17 steps with pictures. How'd you like your Furby longified? Now, can you choose how long you want your Furby? You can make it as long as your little heart desires. Oh, so Furby love you long time? <laughs> Me love you. Dude, I don't know, and I don't know why. It's it's the excess feet that do it for me. Got a bunch of this one has antlers as well. That is that is beyond creepy. I, I think we need we need to move on from Furbies. Because uh speaking of creepy things. Oh jeez. We have something we were just talking about. Creepy crawlers. Oh, I love creepy crawlers. You can be a little creep without being bad. Once again, very interesting choice of words, but uh, uh, Creepy Crawlers was my favorite toy. Um, it so was the boys' Easy Bake Oven. 
Yeah, because they actually did make edible ones at one point too. They were like gummies. Um, my favorite thing was so creepy crawlers. They started out as bugs, but then they started making cool alternate sets. Like I had molds for Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. and so cool. And then they started coming out with so essentially, it's just like it looks like a tube of glue. Yep, it's like this goop in a tube, and uh, you squeeze it into the molds. And put them into this. It's really just a really hot light bulb inside of a little mm-hmm. plastic oven. And then you take them out, and they're little little gummy figures. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another one they started making uh, glow in the dark goo, and so cool. I had the glow in the dark ones as a kid. Yeah, it's, they were the best. Which I thought was just funny when we were talking about moon shoes. You're talking about the colors of moon shoes, purple and green. How that was very iconic. The two colors that they mentioned in that song were purple and green. The coolest, the creepiest little thing that you've ever seen. Yep. The fact that it was known that purple and green are like, these are our colors for the 90s. This is what we're going with. We're going to make it creepy and crawly. Yeah. And it was usually either like a super like lime green or like more of like a teal or aqua-y. Kind of like like our colors for the uh, our logo. Yep. Or like the Charlotte Hornet starter jacket. Like... Or the Mighty Ducks. Dude, or that is... What, so we, we put up a couple weeks ago the starter jacket clip yeah, from yep. the last podcast. We were talking about how it is the Sun Chips bag of jackets. <laughs> yeah, I love Sun Chips, by the way. <laughs> so Harvest, I, do, I love Sun Chips as well. I Harvest, love starter jackets. Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips. Mm, th- th- that was the ones you need to go with. Oh, yeah. But everyone was talking about you know the different starter jackets that they had, whether they're quarter zips, full zips, you know, where they came from. Mine was the Charlotte's Hornet of course starter jacket. It was. And here's the thing. I've lived in Connecticut all my life, except for the four years in college where I went to Boston. Why did I in Connecticut Everyone have did. a Charlotte the, Hornet, Hornet starter jacket? the colors. But like, that's, that's like everybody had it. Didn't matter where you lived. Everybody had that jacket. Mm-hmm. And it's literally become like a cult thing of the 90s that everyone had the Charlotte Hornets 90s starter jacket great jacket and i it like was. yeah the I also had the little b too yeah <laughs> well the hornet it's a hornet um yeah the with the half zip or quarter zip or whatever with the big pocket those are the best ones i still have a whalers one that i found at savers for 12.99 Ooh, good find fantastic find so i was just gonna say about the hornet so i i had that stuffed animal as like a little kid mm-hmm. like before you develop like your sense of fear of things and I had a couple of really bad experiences with hornets where I was like stung on my eye, both my eyelids within 24 hours. Yeah, it was, oh. it was, it was bad. Worst luck ever. Yep. And I, it terrified me to hornets where like I had a stuffed, like bury the bee. I had the stuffed hornet. I got rid of all of them. I wanted all bees. I, I, Damn, he, I cut honey out of my life. I, I hope you never seen my girl. Nope. Because. Uh-huh. Little Macaulay Culkin dies by way of being attacked by bees, and he's allergic. That's how he dies in my girl. Spoiler alert! Oh my alert. gosh! Oh my gosh! And dude, I just I have had such an aversion to bees that I don't own any bee things. Actually, no, I, I own the Cheerios. I'm literally wearing them. I'm wearing them right now. What can I say? Wearing Crocs Cheerio Crocs. Bee charms, and he's saying he doesn't have anything bee. Listen, I learned that as a teacher right. when there's when a bee goes in the classroom, you can't go on it. But <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to the next commercial. This is the one I was talking about that caused all the injuries. 
See, pink, glitter. Mm -hmm. All you need is for it to pee, and then you've got the 90s trifecta. Oh, Could you imagine if it peed while flying? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sprinkler. Uh, tinkler. <laughs> but, I mean, you obviously know the issues with this toy, right? It's terrible. Like, facial lacerations, temporary blindness. Essentially. Which, I also, that's why one of my favorite, like, little Christmas videos that often resurfaces is the one where the girl gets the sky dancer starts up and it goes into the fireplace. I love it. I love that video. Oh, so good. And then they actually made a a boy's version called Dragonflies. Ooh. It's I have one at the shop. The base that you attach is a dragon. That's what that thing is. And then the guy goes on top. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it in your shop like a dozen times and I've I've never known what it was and I'm like it's a boy sky dancer. Does it tinkle? Dragonflies. I love just like the words that we chose for girls' toys versus boys' toys, or conventionally girls' toys and conventionally boys' toys. Yes. You can play with Sky Dancers if you want. That, that's that's fine by me. Let's, I got Pink Power Ranger over here. Mm -hmm. Amy Jo Johnson. She's fantastic. Yes, she Anyways, is. We have, I have one more commercial for us to watch. Are we saving the best for last, or is it just okay? I mean, Let's see. I, I think it's really funny. It wasn't necessarily a toy commercial, but it was an infomercial that I remember running during kids a pro, well, during a kids programming block. And this is a legit commercial. This is not an SNL bet. Does the shoulder strap in your car cut oh. into your shoulder? When you travel, is your shoulder strap too tight and annoying? Introducing the Tiddy Bear. That's T-I-D-D-Y Bear. The cute little guy that eliminates all those irritating shoulder strap problems. Designed to make driving more comfortable, the Tiddy Bear snaps onto your shoulder strap and moves up and down to eliminate uncomfortable <laughs> pressure. Well, I do not remember this. Do you remember this at all? So tight, I could hardly breathe. Now with the Tiddy Bear, I really enjoy traveling again. With a patent pending swivel that fake smile on this has to be a joke. Nope, this was a legit thing. Passenger seat or infant car seat, and it fits on Give your titty bear to a child. Snap it on. I I swear to you, this was a real commercial. On what channel? Dude, it had to be on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. No way. It might have been during Nick at Night. But oh, dude, I watched this show. This this commercial as a child. I don't believe you. There's no way they would say kids of all sizes love the titty bear. <laughs> there is no way they would say, "Oh, Mr. Bucket, put your balls on top." Different. All right, guys, we're gonna need your opinion on this one. Yeah. Who thinks Alex is lying, and who thinks this is a legitimate commercial shown on primetime television? Oh my gosh, come on. This this was a legit commercial from my childhood. No. I, I promise you. This this was a thing. Find the, me the titty bear. Find me an actual titty bear. I I will find a titty bear. It's not gonna lend it. I will I will look for one. <laughs> I will probably find one. Alright. But yeah, so um those were all of our commercials. Uh, if you have any commercials from your childhood that you want us to rewatch and react to, whether it's food or toys or 
infomercials like titty bears, let us know and send them, you know, put them right in our DMs on Instagram and we will put them in our next commercials episode. That's outlandish. I don't I don't think it's real. I, I promise you it's real. All right. I promise you it's real. Okay. But uh let's uh let's get to our 90s trivia before we uh close out the podcast. Let's do it. So I got some easy ones for you because I feel like you know you owning a retro shop, a lot of these you probably are surrounded with. So I'm gonna get the easy one out of the way, or the easiest one out of the way. What color was Tommy's shirt in the TV show Rugrats? Blue. Do you know the original pilot one? Red. Oh, okay. What color was th- this is a double or nothing? So there's two there. What color was Chucky's shirt? Chucky's shirt was also blue. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a planet on it. Yes. Saturn, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to go back and watch. There was something in like one of the episodes where like the emblems that were on Chucky's shirt were on something else, like a like a box of cereal. I believe that, yeah. So I was like, and so that's actually like canon and something else. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I think Chucky was blue and then he had, it was like a ringer. Case. Yeah. It was red and then, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. All right. It's must-see TV from 95. Put these NBC shows in the order they aired on Thursday nights from earliest to latest. Oh, God. Friends, Seinfeld, and ER. Seinfeld, Friends, ER. It was literally in the correct order already. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I lied. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to read the answer. No, it is Friends, Seinfeld, ER. So, oh, so I was ER right. Stuff. No. I said friend Seinfeld ER. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I after that one up then. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's correct. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's the order I said then. Well, he'll find out when he's editing. Yes, I will. So, uh, going along with the friends theme, what became the popular name of the iconic hairstyle Jennifer Anderson donned in the hit show Friends? Repeat that one more time. What became the popular name of the iconic hairstyle Jennifer Aniston? Oh, the Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, show. Yep. Just the Rachel. The Rachel. Um, okay, okay. I think you got this, but maybe not. Okay. okay. We talked about her in 90s Gun. Oh, we talked about a lot of people in 90s Gun. I am an elusive criminal mastermind and nemesis to the Acme Detective Agency. If you could follow the clues, maybe you could find me. I'd travel the world looking for my next score while Rockefeller sings along. Who am I? Carmen Sandiego. That's correct. We actually saw someone dressed as Carmen Sandiego at Comic-Con. Or 90s Comic-Con. My boss kept calling Comic-Con. I was saying, all messed up. How dare they? I know. Okay. This is my last one for you. Put these jerseys, or these jersey numbers, in order from highest to lowest. Okay. Brett Favre, Derek Jeter, Dennis Rodman. It's Dennis Rodman. Lowest lowest? Sorry, lowest to highest. Lowest to highest. Derek Jeter, Brett Favre, Dennis Rodman. Do you know the numbers, each of them more? Two, four. What was Dennis Rodman? Eight? No, much higher than that. Oh, was was he 24? No. Wait, two, four, and 91. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm 
If you I mean you had Derek Jeter like and Brett Favre immediately, yeah, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. See? Put the Hanson brothers of Mbop fame in order from youngest to oldest. Isaac, Taylor, and Zach. I'll be honest, I have no idea, but the names are Isaac, Taylor, and Zach. And youngest to oldest. Youngest to oldest. Okay, I'm going to go Taylor, Zach, is Isaiah? That's his name? Isaac. Isaac. No. Oh, okay. Zach's the youngest and he plays the drums. Okay. Taylor's the middle. He's the lead singer. And Isaac is the oldest. So oh. Slapping a beast. I should have dog, my God. Oh, I would never get on the right. I just know. It's not even their best song. No. Well, those were our three trivias for uh, 90s. They were. Yeah. And uh, I've been Alex. And I am still Brandon. Yes. And Brandon's now been here for two podcasts. Two tonight. Does this does this mean that you're coming back? Because you're gonna have to stay tuned and find out. I know. I know. I know. Jocelyn has one. She's been dying to record. So well, that's too damn bad. I mean, we this might. Isn't her show? It is not. It is not. <laughs> it's ours. But uh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe, do all the things, share us, review us, and, uh, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Watch out, Mr. Bucket. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys later. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.